Merry Christmas! Welcome to the Christmas stocking! Or is it, uh, Happy Christmas! Welcome to the Christmas stocking. Ugh, I don't know. Back when A Christmas Carol was written, Scrooge, Fred, and other characters said Merry Christmas. And around the same time, in a visit from St. Nicholas, Santa Claus said Happy Christmas to all! But now we say Merry, and in England they say Happy Christmas. What's up with that? Oh, by the way, hi, I'm Lee Cameron. All right, let's start with Merry. Merry Christmas sounds old-fashioned and comfortable to us, but it was the hip new thing to say at one time. That would probably be in the 16th century, when in 1565 there is a manuscript with a phrase. The song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, comes from the 16th century, too. Yeah, it's that old. Between A Christmas Carol and the first commercial Christmas card that said, A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you, Merry seemed to have made a resurgence and Merry Christmas cemented into the vernacular. Well, for a while in England. Happy is actually a younger word than merry. Merry used to be the catch-all word for pleasant and agreeable things in life. Happy comes from the word hap, which is a noun meaning luck or fortune. So maybe that's why we say Happy New Year. Or maybe it was when we started saying it. Because humans get bored and like to change things, the word merry fell out of favor for general usage and had a more specific meaning of having a party and fun. But it stuck around for Christmas. And in the Victorian era, Scrooge said Merry Christmas, Christmas Carol said Merry Christmas, and most people did too. It seems that Queen Elizabeth may have had a lot to do with Happy Christmas in England, just as her super popular great-great-grandfather Prince Albert from Germany did in the pronunciation of the Thames River. It's the Thames in Connecticut, and was in England until they learned that Prince Albert, the husband of the super popular Queen Victoria, pronounced it Thames because he was from Germany. They often don't say their THs very hard. I guess the English people wanted to make him feel welcome. Now, supposedly, Queen Elizabeth feels Mary hints at intoxication or boisterousness, and she is a pious, church-going Christian, so when she said, Happy Christmas in her annual broadcast, the people began to follow suit, and they still do in England and Ireland. She was probably influenced by her father, King George, who also said Happy Christmas in his radio addresses, although he didn't have nearly as many as the Queen has. So maybe they wanted to honor the king, and later the queen. Maybe that was evidence to the people that Happy Christmas was the high-class thing to say. Or maybe Mary just started sounding corny to them. Here's a tangent. In Holland, there are many who say Blessed Christmas instead of Merry Christmas. In Dutch, of course. See, back in the Victorian era, the Methodists were trying to promote sobriety in the working class of the English, and especially at the time of celebrating the Savior's birth. There are Bibles with that meaning of Mary. So Happy Christmas feels more wholesome to some, maybe even sedate. And Mary is all about going crazy. And it can be even if it's not drunken. You think about the kids running to the tree and ripping open their presents. Anyway, that's a common theory I've seen thrown around. Another theory is that in England, Happy became more preferred for whatever reason. Maybe it became the hip new thing. And America, in spite of splitting from the mother country and trying to do many things differently, is really a very nostalgic place which likes to keep older expressions that were said when the colonies were young. That's why we still say fall in September, October, and November, at least as often as autumn. But that idea may have been more fluid in the 1800s when Santa said Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night in a visit from St. Nicholas, which was written in New York. And of course, the phrase was still being worked out by people. After all this time, I'll bet not many people on either side of the Atlantic think about it much. I think we say what we say as a matter of custom, and of course friendliness and love. 
which is the meaning of the Christmas season. What if we just say, sing we Noel? That would be nice too, right? That's what Found Wandering is saying in the Christmas stocking. Sing we now of Christmas, sing we all Noel. Of the Lord and Savior, we the tidings tell. Sing we Noel, for Christ the Lord is born. Sing we Noel, for Christ the Lord is born. Angels from on high may shepherds come and see. Sing We Noel in the Christmas stocking. That's on their album On a Christmas Night. They have a new EP coming on Tuesday as I record this called Pass the Peace. And they have a previous holiday album too. Maybe I should have played them on the previous episode about the National Christmas Center because they're a group from Pennsylvania themselves. They're doing some Christmas shows in 2016, mostly in Pennsylvania, but they'll also be in Atlanta, Georgia. Get to their website easily from mychristmasstocking.net where you'll find all the information about the music too and the telephone number if you don't remember me saying 323-487-1225. 
It is pretty easy to remember, right? So why haven't you called it? 323-487-1225. Tell me what Christmas is to you. I would love to hear your take on it. Hello to Facebook friends like Bethany, Wayne in England, Jamie in Connecticut, who is a real-life friend I grew up with, actually. Facebook.com slash Christmasstocking is the URL. I see more people are sharing episodes with your Facebook friends. I know you're probably mad at most of them this year with everything going on, but let the Christmas stocking mend the fences. Share us with everybody. Too much? Yeah, probably too much. Twitter.com slash Xmasstocking. That's the page, or just at Xmasstocking if you're on Twitter. Come on, follow me. Anne, calling herself T. Annenbaum this month. That's pretty cool. Her Twitter handle is at underscore Antastic with an E. Sebastian at Sebastian24com. And Amanda in Arkansas at Amanda L. Page. Thank you all for your retweets and the kind words in spreading the message about the Christmas stocking. Between Facebook, Twitter, and maybe the crazy year we're in, more people are listening to the show than in the past few years, and I think that's great. And I really appreciate your help getting out the word. Oh, we're on Google Plus and Pinterest, too. You'll find the links to that at mychristmasstocking.net up at the top. Thanks to everyone who's given to the Christmas stocking. I really, really appreciate it. This is a, a you know, a kind of a crazy year, so it's definitely helping. Thank you very much. mychristmasstocking.net slash contribute. And I got an email from Michael at topelf at mychristmasstocking.net. He writes, This note is way, way overdue. I wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your Christmas stocking podcasts. I have been with you since the beginning, and your podcast was one of the first I downloaded. Wow, that's awesome. After all these years and numerous other podcasts, yours is still my favorite. Man, Michael, thank you very much. That means a lot to me. He goes on, I listened to the National Christmas Center podcast this morning while walking. I live in Lancaster and have visited the center. It is indeed a Christmas treasure, and to someone like me who enjoys Christmas and all that goes with the celebration, it is a wonderful place to visit. I have listened to all of your podcasts and have most of them on my iPhone so I can listen at any time of the year. I have a request. I would love to hear about one of my favorite Christmas shows when I was growing up, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. I thought you mentioned it as a possible podcast one time, but unless I missed it, I don't recall ever hearing it. No, you're right. I mentioned it in the Rudolph on TV episode, which was in 2012. A very popular episode. Maybe I should have done Mr. Magoo that year instead, since it was the 50th anniversary of the show, and it was the first animated Christmas special. But I didn't. Mr. Magoo's been on the list for at least 10 years, so uh, hopefully soon? Hopefully. A bit more from Michael. So, thank you for all of your fantastic work. Uh, now I'm starting to feel like maybe I shouldn't have read this. It's kind of, it's a little, you know, too much about me, you know? Michael says, it is greatly appreciated. Back at you, Michael. You and the Christmas stocking are Christmas treasures as well. Waiting for the Christmas podcasts to start is almost like waiting for the delivery of the Sears catalog wish book when I was little. Once they arrive, you know the holiday season has arrived too. Wow, comparing me to the... <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I, don't, I, I shouldn't have read this. I apologize to the rest of you who are tired of, ooh, he's so great. Michael finishes, I wish you all the best for a wonderful Christmas season. Most sincerely, Michael. Thank you so much, Michael. This is not made up. Mind blown. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, okay. Let's uh, counterbalance this with an email from Mercy that she sent after she listened to episode 117 about Thanksgiving. 
She writes, You made a little mistake about potatoes saying that it is from Europe. Potatoes are from the New World, especially Peru. The Spanish took it to Europe and now it is everywhere. Just wanted to correct that little info. Love your show and keep up the good work. Thank you, Mercy. You are absolutely right. I was mostly concerned about the traditions that started in the late 18th and 19th century, so potatoes had already been on the holiday menu there. But no, you are absolutely correct. Absolutely right, and I appreciate it. I want to get this stuff right, and a lot of times I don't. I, I'm like, why didn't people correct me on that? So thank you so much. I'm Lee Cameron. Next time, we're going to talk about the movie Elf. Thanks to Eddie Lee on Facebook. Join me in the Christmas stocking.